Access tonight. Hiya, kids. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Already a bad intro. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. It's been a long vacay. We enjoyed our holidays. I hope we we all enjoyed our holidays. But welcome back to another episode of Access tonight. Okay, sorry. I'm about to burp. ASMR for the day. Mmm, excuse me. Alright, sorry. Anyway, welcome back. As you guys have noticed, we've done we're doing a little mini series on um diversity animation. And I was really waiting to go see this movie, but I finally did. We saw Spies in the Skies. Now, if those of you don't know why Spies in the Skies was an important one to watch, it's because it was part of the spark that inflamed this discussion topic. So, three movies were mentioned in terms of turning um Let's call these um, these scenarios black um, main characters into anthropomorphic thingy majiggers. This time, instead of, you know, last time we talked about Princess and the Frog, it was Tiana turning into a frog for the majority of the movie. Now we had Spies in Disguise come out. I'm happy to announce that this one was actually pretty good, okay? It was actually pretty good. Now. Before I get started, if you want to like suggest any movies, suggest anything else, if you want to have fun, chat, whatevs, I'm a cool mom, okay? You can go to Access Denied. That's A C C E S S D A N I E D T, because someone still has the domain. And I'm, I'm honestly trying to find it. It's a new year. So we're going to leave that energy back in 2019. Yeah, you don't have to hear me worry about that again. Amen? Amen. Anyway, let's talk about spies. In the sky. <laughs> now, before I get into meat of anything, we actually um went to see the movie. We have a um little recording from our post-movie thoughts. But before then, I want to give a little rundown about this movie because a lot of people don't realize that this movie had a lot of production going on. I didn't realize until I did my further research. Mind you, I'm pulling everything from Wikipedia, but I've made sure the sources are like legit. So I know that the stuff I'm saying that I've taken out are legitimate, all right? Now, Spies in Disguise is a 2019 American computer animated spy comedy film produced by Blue Sky Studios and distributed distributed woo, by 20th Century Fox, which we all know is now Disney, basically. So yeah, Blue Sky, the creators of Rio, Rio, fly over the ocean like an ego, ego, yeah. Oh, and Robots. Really underrated movie. Check it out if you can. And it's actually based on a 2009 animated short by Lucas Martel called Pigeon Impossible. The film is directed by Nick Bruno and Troy Queen in their directorial debut. So this is their first main di um, directorial stint. And I think they killed it. So, of course, it stars Will Smith Pigeon and Tom Holland Boy. We all knew that. But Rashida Jones is in it. Ben Mendelsohn, I forgot who he is. Reba McIntyre, <laughs> I'm a survivor. Sorry. Um, Karen Gillian of um, um, Doctor Who fame for those who started from the beginning and um, Guardians of the Galaxy fame for those who are, you know, who love Nebula. DJ Khaled. Now, I want you all to see this movie yourself and guess who DJ Khaled is. I'm not going to mention who DJ Khaled is. And Masi Oka. 
So the plot follows secret agent Smith and his name in the movie is Lance Sterling. And he was accidentally transformed to a pigeon by an intelligent young scientist, which is of course Tom Holland. And the two must then work to, uh, together to stop a revenge-seeking cybernetic terrorist. Nice. <laughs> and return the agent to his human form. So the film did come out on Christmas Day, so that's why no one really saw it opening weekend. Um, and if he did, good on you. And so far, it's grossed 91 million worldwide. Congratulations. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, you know, it's a really good movie. I don't want to spoil it because this one is like something that I actually want people to go check out. Um, it's not bad. And actually, like I was saying earlier, this movie did well because I think in the last 20 minutes of the movie, maybe 30, Will Smith was actually human. He wasn't a pigeon the whole movie. Give it up, give it up. Sorry, we have to celebrate the little things. At least Will Smith wasn't Will Smith pigeon the whole movie. So in the beginning, it's kind of like, okay, you know. And also, I was surprised. The animators got DC spot on-ish. <laughs> as much as you can for an animated thing. But it looked like one of those Netflix shows. <coughs> Sorry. It's like one of those Netflix shows on first glance. Um, the way that characters move, they're animated. But they really did pay attention to detail. And mind you, a lot of this, um, a lot of this movie was done by like first-time animators. They even credited them in the end. So I think they did an amazing job with the budget that they had. They've almost gotten their whole budget back because the movie cost a hundred million, and the box office is ninety-one million right now. So please go see it. Support all these new animators coming onto the scene. Um, support black businesses. I mean, Will Smith is kind of getting annoying now, but he's still a black business, you know. Um, Rashida Jones is kind of sort of a black business. So support that too. <laughs> oh, and support Reba, always. Um, yeah, oh. <laughs> Diane Ellen has alerted me that I did see my job in the movie. And we're not mentioning where I work because I don't want to get doxxed. But, yeah. So now y'all know I work in D.C. That's about it. Anyway. <laughs> um, we are gonna switch to, like, the initial first thoughts for right now. And we'll be back after this short message. Alright, so, just got out of Spies in Disguise. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. Um, reviews, 4.7 out of 5. I would agree with, I mean, I can, I would maybe say 4.5 due oh. to Lance being an irritating character in the beginning. Yeah, he wasn't... Uh, I mean... I, I mean, like, I just wanted to slap him, like, for some, like, <laughs> like get off like really lower your ego okay yeah you're not that important calm down <laughs> <laughs> calm down yeah. calm it down reminds me of like the people in like the gym class i think no the athletes that think they're all that <laughs> you and think you'd be d1 or d4 <laughs> both a mix of both Oh it's not all about you I'm sorry <laughs> I mean that's how he was supposed to be like it's spies in disguise you know when they do like a spy buddy movie there's one um, one spy that's or or one person that's always just like I think I'm better than everyone yeah. and another person is just like oh um, I'm just here for a good time <laughs> yeah. good time not a long time yeah and I think Tom Holland played that well he was playing the stereotypical white nerd yeah. and it's alright you know I'll take it 
It wasn't no Frozen 2. <laughs> no, I'm joking, I'm joking. As we're walking by a Frozen 2 poster. <laughs> but yes, it was not bad. So, what were some highs, ladies? What were some highs? I think humor was definitely... The humor was definitely there. Uh-huh. Um, funny laughs, you know, funny situationships. Yeah, situationships are like that. Yes. What about you? I don't know. <laughs> We're still recovering. The plot was also, it was a really good plot, you know. I mean, maybe they could have done some more character development for Lance, I think. Oh, yeah. So he didn't he learn anything, really. He like, he just learned how to care for one extra person. That is true. <laughs> and a couple of pigeons. But then it's like, <laughs> what about himself prior to becoming a spy? Like, why did he, why was he like that, you know? Mm-hmm. That means that could have been something that they could have just done, like, a little backstory on. Yeah. Maybe. I think... Oh, you can see. Oh, no, continue. Oh, go ahead. I think Spice of the was better than The Incredibles. I know I've said this, and it's true. And that's just my personal opinion. Period. I'm sorry. Okay. Um, I think the storyline about the um, Walter's mom dying... I mean, I know that's like... You have to have a sad storyline, but I don't yeah. know. I mean, I mean, it had to be shoved in there somehow. Yeah. He couldn't have understood... Like, because what what was happening, I think the arc, the main arc, mm-hmm. was, like, he's a spy, and he knows that he's there to, like, save other lives and risk his life to, like, you know, do for the better good. Yeah. But I think having one person just made it personal for him so that he could have an arc. Yeah. But also inserting um, Lance into... Um, What's his name? Wilbur? Sorry, Walter's <laughs> life. <laughs> they kept... They did they the name switch gag, yeah. They, so it's taught, like, um, Walter that, you know, about, more about team yeah. teamwork, but also, like, the clause that the only reason why Lance tries to do things alone is because he doesn't want to risk other lives. Yeah. And then he was like, you wouldn't know it like I do, you know, referring to his dead mom cop. <laughs> but... You know, it's 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 plot, it's story. Yeah, it's story. It worked. It, it did. I loved Lovey, and I think we can oh all agree gosh. that she's the reason why I would pay again to see this movie. You she's know? one of the reasons why I booted it up to a four point seven. You know, you know what would have worked if they actually turned her into a human. Oh my god, that would be t- no, that would be so no. Yes. Some characters are better left yes. unspoken, and she's one of them. Sure. <laughs> hey. Interlude, we're going into the car. <laughs> but we're not driving because we gotta focus when we're driving. Just safe driving. Brought to you by V Dot. <laughs> Alright. So now what didn't work? The villain, I did not know where he was from. He would go No, like the way he talked, and also he didn't talk a lot, but when he did, it was like, is he English? Is he Australian? It took me a minute. You wouldn't believe that it took me a minute to get that. Because when he starts talking, I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> I, was, I was confused by that. I, I was confused. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he was pretty good. It reminded me of Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget. But, you know, the, the villain didn't learn anything. He just, his whole thing was like, how can you be a good guy if you kill everybody? Yeah. So then he turned into a bad guy. And then... Um, Tom Holland boy saved him. So he was like, oh, shoot. You can fight people without killing. But it wasn't, like, eluded. They just kind of, like, captured him, and that was it. Um, 
I'm just used to seeing Reba McIntyre as Reba. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Reba's in there. She's supposed to play this, like, head honcho lady. But you can't you can't help I mean, but, like... play the head of the house <laughs> you, in Reba. You really can't take her serious. Not you yeah, can't take her serious, but it's just her accent. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, we're going to find those bad guys and get and it them didn't red. Suit, it didn't suit the character. It didn't suit the character, like... She, they the, should have made her fit more of a Reba esque, yeah, <laughs> like a soft, like she, her character. The, the, from what I was seeing in the character, I, I thought she would have like a low, soft spoken voice, but I didn't know she would have like that. You know, that no, Reba, Reba can't get rid of that twang. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. But I think she, the the head agent woman, should have had like a soft spoken voice. Yeah, I like that voice. Just not fair. Right? Yeah, sorry. yeah. I liked Rashida Jones though as uh, Marcy. Marcy. Yeah, Marcy was okay, but it was just kind of like, I feel like they were trying to insert a love interest, but they didn't know when the good time was, so they kind of <laughs> just waited till everything was over, and they're like, "Oh, so what about Marcy? She kind of thick though." Like, <laughs> <laughs> both Tom Holland boy and Will Smith pigeon. Speaking of the reason why this series started in the first place, if anyone knows, is because the topic was brought up that they always had to change um, African-American characters into a character for some character development or for some story-driven whatever. And I'm surprised to say, y'all, this is the longest um, it's gone without having, like, to the end. Because, you know, Tiana and Naveen were frog, they got married, and then they spent the last four minutes like, hey, we're human again. Cool. This one was different. So, after Will Smith Pigeon did his thing, he was like, okay, turn me back into a human, bro. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. So, he turned him back into a human, and yeah, he was pretty much a human the rest of the movie. And this was like maybe with 20 minutes left. Yeah. Yeah. And that's pretty big because that's not common. <laughs> so, yay, big ups to Blue Sky, now owned by Disney. Anyway, eat the rich. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Oh my God. No, Disney owns everything now. It's so crazy. Like, I didn't know they own Blue Sky until I watched like a Blue Sky um, um, like review. They're going over like their filmography and stuff like that. And Disney freaking owns Blue Sky. So, yeah. I, I have a, some, a feeling that Disney, of course, has something to do with it. But, you know, it's cool or whatever. Um, long story short, not a bad movie. Um, yeah. I think it's enjoyable. Take your family, take your friends, take your mistress and your husband and everybody. You know? Because I honestly think, like, if it's, like, something after you get a couple drinks and you want to, like, laugh, it's yeah. a good film. Yeah. yeah. It's a good film. Yeah. Um, now the only one we're left with the soul. Yeah. <laughs> That's the one I'm really upset about. I wasn't even madly upset about Spies this guys because I knew they would kind of do Will Smith Pigeon and Tom Holland I mean, Boy justice. And so it didn't look like they told his story. Like they only told his story for like one minute, and then hey, down to the sewer. Well, also we did come. We did come to the movie late, <laughs> like by a couple minutes, maybe like yeah. three or four. So we'll just see. Like maybe if they put like an intro on YouTube or something like that, maybe we'll see it. But otherwise. It didn't mess up anything for me. I knew that we were going to see Will Smith Pigeon beat people up. Um, and it was great. Will Smith is not the best voice actor, but he did a good job. And he said, that's hot. That's what got me. Oh, that's hot. That's hot. <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand how that got people, but okay. Yeah, remember the guy in front of us in the theater was just kind of... <laughs> oh, yeah. What did he laugh at? Was he laughing at DJ Khaled? Oh, by the way, DJ Khaled is in this movie. Yeah. See if you can spot him. I'm not saying who he is. Um, 
remember who he is. Yeah, because yeah, you'll definitely remember because he's <laughs> one. It's a situation of one of these things Wait, is not is, like the other. Is he a disc jockey or uh, what? What is DJ Khaled? DJ is life? a disc jockey. Oh yeah, it is. But what is he? What is he in real life? Uh, doesn't he make their tracks? Uh, we're not getting to the formalities of DJ Khaled's Does he existence. Just say another one, Ellen. Because I, I have shocked, no idea. I'm shocked he didn't see that in the movie. Uh, anyway, <laughs> I would have liked it if he said that in the movie. No, <laughs> I think that was not part of the pay grade. He was just trying to make a movie that he can get for Come free on, for guys, his son. Oh, his sons! Because DJ Khaled's about to be a dad again. Congratulations, oh, really? sir. Yeah, good yeah. for him. Yeah. <laughs> And we're back. So I know, like, there's a lot that we were talking about. Like, we were all kind of muddled. And one thing I forgot to mention that we all should have talked about was the soundtrack. The soundtrack was amazing. The soundtrack was done by Mark Ronson. For those of you who don't know, I know Mark Ronson from back in the valley days. Lily Allen, hello. Mark Ronson has been making bangers since like the early 2000s. I feel like he started in the 90s, but I was born later, so I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about his prior hits, but I do know that he made some bangers. And so when I saw he was on the soundtrack, I heard the first song. It takes, um, no, not It Takes Two, wow. Um, it was something like Spies in the Sky. It was like a kind of like a noir thing going on. And I was like, oh, okay, that's cute. But they did like the intro like a TV show. They had like a little a beginning credits where they already credited the actors in the beginning, which was amazing. Wow. I don't think I've seen a better intro and outro since Black Panther. And honestly, like they weren't great, but the, <laughs> the animations at the end. Wow. Like, no, I'm talking about like the animation that they did, like, you know, when they sing all the stars of closer in the last bit and they do like the little thing with the vibranium thing that they did in the beginning with the statues. Yeah, they kind of did the similar thing, but not with like vibranium. There's no vibranium catch here, but they did do like a cute little um, sequence. And honestly, when I saw that at the beginning, I was hooked. And this was something I was like going into. I wanted to go in very blind, very skeptical because, of course, here I am just wanting to hate things for no reason. But I wasn't disappointed. Now, I initially gave the movie a 4.7, 4 but I had to dial it back just a little bit. And the only reason was because there were just a lot of misses in terms of Tom Holland tries, but you could tell that he did not want to use his American, <laughs> false American accent on this movie that much. He slips a little bit, but you know. If you have to change into an accent, it's kind of difficult to keep it moving on, you know? Like, you kind of start there, it starts fresh, it starts new, and then you do it, like, for an hour, and then you start hating yourself, and then you kind of get back into the groove, and you're like, ew, gross. See? Like, <laughs> when you're not in a, a, a fun little, you know, bounce with your throat, your throat gets mad. <laughs> and I feel like Tom Hollister was getting mad. Also, they gave very cringy lines. There were some things that worked. Some things I didn't, but he made they made him like the typical white nerd that I kind of, you know, roll my eyes at, like Big Bang Theory nerd. Um, sorry, give me one second. What? Sorry, Diane Ellen has a comment. Yes. You didn't know? Breaking news. <laughs> We're now finding out Tom Holland is British. Well, English. Let's be geographically correct. It's about to be English because Brexit. But hey. Let's not talk about that tonight. 
Speaking of Meghan Markle, woo! Okay, back on track. Um, the the comedic timing was really great in some regards. Like I think the people who did the most work were the pigeons. And they didn't, they, these weren't talking, it's not like Ferdinand all over again whereby you have like a talking posse, no. The only bird that was talking was Will Smith's pigeon, and the other birds still kept their pigeon thing. And there was this one pigeon named Lovey, and that should at least be a reason why you see this movie. Lovey needs her own standalone, well, mm, let me not say that, <laughs> because we know how that can work out. But... Lovey was one of the best characters. Like, the Pigeon Posse. Love them. Like, I can't even, like, there's this one scene. And I don't want to, I don't want to spoil it. It's at the end when they're doing the battle. There's this girl love interest that's forced in, who's Rashida Jones. And um, they give her, like, a subtitle. Like, this is the first time they gave any Pigeon a subtitle in the movie. And it was so hilarious. I kid, I kid you not. The comedic timing in this one is so great. I can't, they, they did an amazing job, okay? I was very impressed and very excited throughout the whole film. Like, I was like, oh, I'm probably going to sleep. I wanted the forced sad bits. No, the forced sad bits were kind of like, okay. Now, another reason why I had to boot the 4.7 down back to like a 4.1 is Lance Sterling. We want to see character development, and there wasn't a lot of it. Now, you can't always write a great character, but it's like, that's the issue. If we can get character development from Elsa, we can get character development. Who's She's even, I, in my opinion, a very bland character. Elsa got more character development in Frozen 2, but barely. She'll still like, oh, who am I? <laughs> and it's like, well, you're the queen of Arendelle. Like, get it straight, sister. Be it or don't be it. But... I think that, you know, he you you didn't feel the development until, like, and it's not even that you didn't feel the development. It's kind of just like, oh, I care about I care about this one kid now because, you know, I heard about his sob story. His mom died or whatever. That's not really a big spoiler. <laughs> so that's why I'm comfortable saying it. Um, and, um, you know, I kind of care about the pigeon crew because I was with them the whole time and they kept me afloat because I didn't know how to be a pigeon kind of deal and then that was it he shed one tear when spoiler well i'm not even gonna say it he shed one tear when the bad thing that's supposed to happen to you know a character happens and i was just like wow okay shoot but i was literally just like uh the villain i understood his motivation it was just like thrown in there though so he was kind of pu something stinks you know what i mean rashida joe's character she was only better in the last half. I'm not gonna lie. Um, when they get to... This is a mini spoiler, but not that important also. When they get to Italy. She's not the... Like, that's when she starts getting a little bit better. I don't think she's the best standout character. That's the thing. Great comedic timing. The animation was subpar, but still professional. And what? who am I? Am I an animator? No. So I say that their animation is gorgeous. I can't even draw a stick figure. But I feel like there was really just like a lack of the character development and motion that they wanted. Like I was like, I want to feel, but I really can't. The only thing I can feel for is the pigeons because the pigeons have more emotion <laughs> than freaking the main characters. So 
long story short, if you want to enjoy this movie with your family, go for the pigeons. <laughs> and so that's my non-spoiler review of um, Spies in Disguise. If you want a spoiler-ish one because no one really wants to pay to see it, I totally get it. So I can do like a little, I don't know, voice of Rooney on the um, Instagram, which is access. Um, I spelled it at the beginning if you don't know how to spell. Oh, wait, let me spell it again. Sorry, because when I say deny, people are like, oh, deny, like D. No, 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 no. It's A-C-C-D-E-S-S-D-A-N-I-E-D-D. Yeah, that's it on Instagram. But yeah. This is a pretty short one because, you know, I didn't want to add the spoilers. I didn't want to add the plot. Everything's online if you want to look at it. But I think that it's something that you need to... That's what That was my issue with Frozen, too. There's some things that you just need to see visually for you to understand it. Because I remember hearing the Frozen 2 soundtrack. I actually also listened to the um, soundtrack for Spies in the Sky. Just a little bit of it before I went to see it. And I didn't get it. And then when it all came together in the movie, I was like, oh, you see, this is where it works. This is what this is what sells the soundtrack. When you see it visually, you're like, okay. Or at least for me, I'm a visual learner. So I'm like, you know what? I needed those visuals. It was great. Yeah, rock on. But yeah. So three tips to take away from this film. One, they actually kept Will Smith as a human for quite a bit of time. So let's celebrate that. Two, the pigeons are amazing go for the pigeons and three the soundtrack is pretty good they do take a lot of like you know the same we built this city and it takes two to make things go right you know that kind of thing so if you're into pop culture references um someone saying legit um tom holland making cringy millennial jokes and will smith calling him out for being a millennial then enjoy the movie have fun take your grandkids take your mistress take your wife take your sons how many ever you have go have fun so we're gonna end this episode here i know sorry i was gonna release this episode a little earlier but you know me <laughs> i'm just a master of time so I'll, everyone else is just simply early you know i'm just fashionable anyway i'm gonna dip because i want to eat my food <laughs> And y'all have a late evening, and see you guys next time. Bye. Oh, sorry, that was supposed to be so good. Bye.